Hey guys, I'm Court. And I'm Kate. And you're listening to Season 3, Episode 8 of The The Castle Chat. Chat. Hello, Castle Chat family. We are back with episode eight of season three. We are so close to the end of season three, which is so exciting. But today our episode is Ask Us Anything. This is an episode where we answer your submitted questions and we are so excited to give you all the answers. So let's jump on in. Questions, questions, all the questions. Gorgeous, gorgeous girls love to ask questions. <laughs> that was great. Thanks. It was really spontaneous. It just came to my brain. Yeah, very relevant. How are you feeling about being towards the end of season three? Dude, I cannot believe we're almost here. I can't believe it either. This is, we know when we get to this episode of Ask Us Anything that we are approaching the end. And it's just wild to think that we've been doing this for about six months now and we're almost ready for season four. It's really exciting to check in each week and see how we're growing, see the suggestions that people make and how we can improve and make this something that accommodates what everyone is looking for in a Disney podcast. And that's part of why we do this particular episode is to have people reach out, ask us questions, give us suggestions, and we're excited to dive in and see all the things that you guys submitted. Yeah. So we actually posted a graphic on our Instagram stories this past week or so. Um, It was one of those like get to know us graphics where it has like numbers like one through 20 and each one's a different question and you guys actually drop numbers in there. And we are, we were gonna answer them on our stories and then we were like, oh, this is perfect for Ask Us Anything. So we are actually going to be answering your submitted questions via that graphic on this episode, which I think is just super fun because we haven't done that yet. Yeah, no, I have been trying to come to concise answers for you guys because when you ask me what my favorite blank thing is in Disney, (laughs) I have at least four that come to mind. So trying to give tried and true honest answers on the things that you guys want to know when it comes to get to know us Disney edition um, has been fun for me to go back and think about, hey, what really is my favorite snack or what really is my favorite attraction? Oh, for sure. We also have some other questions thrown in there that are not part of that graphic, just to kind of mix things up a little bit. So let's jump on in. Okay, so our first submitted question by one of our listeners is, if you could ride one ride for the rest of your life, what would it be? Oh my goodness. See, my like my brain immediately was like, Big Thunder Mountain. But then I was like, would I want to ride that for the rest of my life? It's a little aggressive. Yeah. So then my mind went to People Mover. I could sit on the people mover for the rest of my life and be totally content. That's a really good one. That yeah. is not the one that came to my mind, but really? you are I had the exact same th- train of thought of okay, this says the rest of your life. Which one could I ride on repeat right now might be different than the one I would choose for the rest of my life, but the one that I would choose to ride for the rest of my life, that's it, would be Kilimanjaro Safaris. Oh, that's a great one. You just sit and watch the animals the rest of your life. Yeah, it's a little bit bumpy sometimes. I might throw my back out the older I get going over some of the <laughs> terrain, but I love yeah. that ride. It's different every time, and I'm always 
so excited to see the animals see which ones are out and riding it at different times of day different times of the year it's always exciting and new so that's definitely a good one that i would be happy and content to say if this is it i'll just keep riding it forever it's also like a 30 minute long ride so it takes up a good chunk of time yeah I mean, I, I would enjoy being on the People Mover only because as they make renovations to Tomorrowland, I would just get to Ooh. witness it happening. Like, I would get to just continuously watch Tron being built. And yeah. then once Tron's built and they do no other refurbishments, like, just getting literally just a front row seat for that kind of stuff, so. Yeah, it's very soothing. It's, like, part thrill with a so little good. bit of the speed around the corner. Oh. But not so much thrill that you couldn't do it forever. And also relaxing, not going to make you feel woozy or sick. No, you can't get, it's just, it's just enjoyable. As long as you can sneak some snacks or like a coffee on there. Oh, yeah. But then like, what do you do if the ride is down? Are you just stuck on the ride? Are you just sitting there? If you're, if you're never allowed to get off it, I guess you're just on it. That's another benefit of Kilimanjaro Safari. So the only way that it goes down is if the car breaks down or yeah. the, the safari vehicle breaks down i mean you could ride it in the rain you could ride it when it's snowing that if that ever happened in florida i would be <laughs> quite impressed um but yeah i definitely this and i would say in this hypothetical realm the ride doesn't break down and you truly are just riding it yeah. for the rest of your life of course of course okay next question mm, let's see here what's in your park bag Ooh, this is a good one. Do you want to go first or do you want me? I feel you like can go first. Okay, because we might have fairly similar items that we would say we keep in our park bag. Um, for Wait, me, first though, what what is your park bag? What type of park bag do you like to bring? It's always a backpack. It's okay. always something okay. I can put on my back big enough that I can, if I buy merch or if it's the time of year where I come wearing a jacket and then I shut it, it's got enough room for me to put it in there. Yeah. That's... I, it's cute to wear the like fanny pack crossbody style bags, but it's not realistic for me when I go. Yeah. So I always have a, some form of a like good size backpack. The one that I currently carry when I go is it looks like a purse, like it's a leather backpack. It's bigger than a lounge fly. Um, it's not like tiny size backpack. It's still got some good room in it, um, but it's decent in terms of how it looks it's not like a school backpack (laughs) um but yeah in my park bag you can find a fuel rod or a portable phone charger you can find ibuprofen and tylenol for your body aches at the end of a long disney week yes um hand sanitizer chapstick um i always put my magic band in there i don't ever wear it on my wrist because i feel like i've had a couple of experiences where people in my party have had their magic band pop off and they didn't realize it came off until we got up to a ride queue where you're supposed to tap in or we're checking in at the front of the park. Um, my siblings on a couple of occasions have gotten there and been like, oh, where'd my magic band go? And then you have to go to guest services and get a card and do all of that stuff. So I usually, you can do, um, you can have your your park pass on your phone now which is really convenient so you don't necessarily have to have a magic band um hmm, maybe some sunscreen depending on the time of year and like a hair tie maybe some good ones yeah i mean pretty functional (laughs) things it's not like and i i 
tend to have a camera, like a nice camera in my bag too. So. Yeah, smart, smart. I have very similar items as well, but I, I kind of go on the extreme side when it comes to packing a park bag. I'm very serious about what is in my bag. I also carry a backpack. It's more of a school backpack, like a North Face size or like a, I don't know, just a regular backpack. But I always have my water bottle, 100%. Fill it up at the resort before I leave. Then I get cups of water at different um, food places and fill it up throughout the day. <laughs> That's definitely what I have in there. I always have a rain jacket in my park bag. A very lightweight one right at the bottom, along with like a almost like a dish towel that mm. I could use to like wipe off a, a wet bench or like oh. a, a seat on, like, on Splash Mountain, like wiping it off before I sit down. Because it rains so much in Florida, it's really True. nice to just have like a very small towel to wipe things off. Like a little washcloth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it's small enough. It fits right at the bottom. Um, Clever. Yeah. I've always done that. I don't know why. I just sometimes I'm just really weird about that stuff. stuff. But <laughs> um, let's see what else do I have. Hand sanitizer, ibuprofen, Tylenol, all those. Usually Band-Aids. Sometimes mm. I get blisters yes. on my feet. So I have Band-Aids in there. Uh, what else do I have? Portable charger. I'm trying to think what else I have in there. Probably allergy medicine because I have bad allergies. And probably tissues because I'm probably going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> like basically a CVS pharmacy is in my bag at all times. I also, um, without question, always have the little floss picks in my bag. Oh, you yeah. never know when you might need some floss, you people. You never know. You never know. <laughs> That's a good one to have. I should add that to mine. Usually my part bag is very full. And then I'm like, crap, I don't have any room for anything else. <laughs> Mine's like halfway full. And then by the end of the day, people that I'm with ask me if I can put their things in my bag because they're mm. tired of carrying it. And then I have like a 20 pound bag and I'm wondering why my back hurts. <laughs> I also usually have a change of clothes and like other mini years in my bag because if I'm changing parks, more than likely I'm also changing outfits. You gotta get them picks. I know. And like I have specific shirts for specific parks and yeah. I like I can't be wearing an Epcot shirt in Animal in Animal Kingdom. Like yeah. that's that's fair. wrong. Yeah. When fair. I see Hakuna Matata in Magic Kingdom, I'm like, go home. <laughs> you were in the wrong park. And that's oh something that irks me. That's not a question on here, but what's your Disney pet peeve? It's when people wear shirts from other parks <laughs> in the other parks. Like I'm just like, what is happening? They're wearing like a Star Wars shirt in Epcot. Is that does that count? Star Wars, it's that's more generalized Disney. Yes, they have Galaxy's Edge, but I'm talking like drinking around the world type of Epcot shirt, and they're in Magic Kingdom. Like they don't even okay. sell alcohol here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I get it. And everybody wants to change their clothes, but that's just that's my own personal pet peeve. Yeah. No, I definitely have known plenty of people to be doing that pack a change of clothes on a couple of occasions when i knew that it was going to downpour at some point i would pack an mm. extra pair of socks in my bag Ooh, because mm -hmm. when your socks are wet it is not enjoyable no. and it's pretty flat in florida and the way i don't know if you saw recently the oh gosh, images so much flooding. of flooding in the parks but can you imagine people's socks after that? No. Soaked. Their whole their whole leg. Yeah. <laughs> or you could pack a pair of like decently small flip-flops if you knew yeah. that like it was gonna get wet or rainy later. But I sometimes do that because I can't function if I have like soggy shoes or Yeah, no, that's a lot. That's a lot to handle. Yeah. So that's a long-winded answer for what's in our park bag, but that's a serious question. 
well everybody everybody takes one so i probably pack a granola bar or something in there too oh i usually have peanut butter and jelly sandwiches also mm-hmm. yeah in there we just keep on. thinking of things these bags are stuffed yeah they're just literally <laughs> stuffed if you yeah if you ever see us in the park we just have like this huge bag on our back <laughs> yeah not to mention after i go in any merchandising store and then also have that bag in my bag <laughs> <laughs> The bag is bigger than ourselves. That's just what you need to know. Okay, let's go on to our next question. Which one do you want to ask next? Okay, for our next question, we had a listener ask us to quickly touch on service animals in the park. Ooh. Yeah. Yes, we do see service animals in and around Walt Disney World, which is great. I'm very thankful that they allow service animals in their park. Um, You did a little bit of research on this. What did you find? Yeah, so service animals are allowed in the park. On the Walt Disney World website, it specifically quantifies a service animal as a dog or surprisingly a miniature horse. I have yet to see a miniature horse. Yeah, I, my jaw dropped when I saw that. I was like, I have never seen somebody have a miniature horse as a service animal in the first place, but that would just be a vision to see someone, you know, with a vested mini horse walking down main street i mean and fit right in i guess but anyway more than likely you're gonna see service dogs in the park and they are allowed they have to be vested and on a harness and leash at all times Mm -hmm. um each of the parks has a pet relief area which is super important if you're gonna bring Mm -hmm. your service animal into the park to have a place where they can go to the bathroom Um, and there is a list on the walt disney world website of rides that are suited for the service animal to join you on the ride and ones that are not basically all thrill rides are a no-go anything that moves fast has a hill like you know it's not gonna happen um something like small world or peter pan where it's slow moving if the dog can be controlled in the ride vehicle Mm -hmm. um and keep itself and the person that they are assisting safe then they are allowed on the ride i think i've seen um footage of dogs on dumbo before as well i was going to say there was a tiktok that was going around with a dog that looked so incredibly happy on dumbo and i was like i just want to crawl into that dog's brain right now and just like see what they're feeling talk about a head out the window sensation for a dog on dumbo that is i mean it's magic it's disney how could a dog not be enjoying that literally so incredible i just i love that yes so that being said service animals are definitely welcomed in the disney parks um there is a um section in their website that covers all the rules and regulations if that is something that you are interested in doing um but please bring more dogs into the parks i would be so happy to we see them we would love to see them yes or your miniature horses if you have I a mean, miniature horse that's a service animal please bring it also acceptable please <laughs> yes okay next question your favorite disney purchase okay do you have yours for this i do okay you go first i probably could think more on this but the first thing that came to mind is a sweatshirt that i got when i got off of splash mountain i was on splash mountain i got completely soaked and it was freezing cold it's never cold in florida but when i was on this trip with my mom and my sister it was way colder than we were expecting and i didn't pack anything warm so naturally yeah let's ride splash mountain what a great idea no it was not we were so cold (laughs) but afterwards i walked through the gift shop 
and there was this amazing crew neck with Mickey on it. It was a neutral color. It said Walt Disney World. A lot of people have them in like the bright pink, blue, and purple colors, but I have more of like the gray neutral one, so you may know what I'm talking about. That thing is the best thing I've ever bought because I wear it all the time. It's a good story too. Like It's fun story. Yeah. So it's not only just a cute, cozy sweatshirt, but mm-hmm. it also just brings back funny and fond memories yeah. of times in the parks. I think that's what makes like a Disney purchase worth remembering is like, is there a story that goes with it? Mm-hmm. And what was wild about the whole thing was that Splash Mountain, if you've been in their gift shop, they don't have like really any merchandise in there, let alone clothing. And there was like nothing on the shelves. At the time, this is when, I'm pretty sure this is when all the Splash Mountain um, merchandise was being sold because they had announced the re-theming. Flying off the shelves. And so things were just flying off the shelves because people weren't sure they could buy it again. And so the gift shop was very empty and there was this one crew neck, one size, hanging up. Had, it was my size, it was perfect. And the lady was like, I'm pretty sure that's the last one we have in stock like across all the parks. And I was like, this is meant for me. <laughs> this was meant for me. Like, I feel like the Lord was like, I was this meant is your to be neck. so. <laughs> so it's very special to me. You were baptized in the Splash Mountain waters. I was, I was baptized and then I was covered in the warmth of the Lord through my crew neck. That is hilarious. <laughs> I love it. Okay, what's your favorite Disney purchase? Okay, a side story. We've discussed this before, but I have a very similar story, mm-hmm. except my um, unfortunate situation was that my pants were soaked <laughs> and it was pretty chilly as well, but also I just could not walk around the parks with a soggy butt yeah and so i went in like four different merchandise shops looking for anything to put on other than the pants i was wearing and the only thing i could find were neon pajama pants with mickey all over them and what did i do i put them on with a shirt that didn't match and wore it around the park for the rest of the day because that's all i could manage to do i'm sure you worked it and owned it yeah i'm pretty sure my sister still has those um pajama pants now so maybe i'll have to find them and revive them put a picture on instagram yeah, oh for sure for sure <laughs> so that's not my favorite purchase though um Okay, we're talking about merch specifically. So yeah, I would say that um, I don't have a specific memory of buying this myself, but on my very first Walt Disney World trip when I was two years old, my family had a pin made. I don't know where they had it made or what, you know, what store it came from, but it is Mickey, Donald, and Goofy like kind of standing together and underneath it has my name engraved on it and so it's probably like the most like my favorite disney merch item it's sentimental it's from my very first trip even though i don't remember it um and it's really cute and unique and they don't make anything like it anymore and so um that's something that is special and sentimental to me um and i would say that I spoiled myself on one trip and I got a Kate Spade Disney bag on one of my trips before. And I really love that. And I use it on a regular basis. It was my clinic bag when I was in school. So I put all of my stuff for going to clinic and treating patients in that bag. And it made my everyday 
dreary like <laughs> scrubs and nothing else sparkly or fun disney related a little bit more magical so oh, um, that's fun yeah but i would definitely say that pin is probably my my favorite favorite yeah. item that's awesome okay next question controversial what is a ride you absolutely hate <sighs> mission space yeah, that's not... I will never ride that one. I rode it once, and that's all I needed. I'll never be on it again. I mean, I didn't even really need to think about that. It was just mission space. Yeah. I have a really awful... <laughs> I um, I threw up on that ride, and they had to stop <laughs> the ride for me because I was throwing up on the ride. So one, embarrassing. Two, traumatic. Three, never going to get on it ever again. <laughs> okay, easy answer. <laughs> Don't even have to think about I was that. that. So if you were at Walt Disney World in maybe 2009 in like August, then if the ride stopped, it was probably because of me. Okay. Well, I was not there. Um, <laughs> thankful for that. How crazy would that have been if our paths crossed? But That would have been wild. Yeah. Um, I would say for equal reason, Star Tours. Oh my gosh. I was going to mention that as a runner up for worse. So in the same thought of your experience um my sister and i were riding this ride and the um guest sitting next to us threw up on our feet (gasps) oh my gosh (laughs) so it's almost worse that it was somebody else's and we didn't know them and then after the simulation stopped he just walked out and didn't say anything didn't talk to a cast member just like i understand he was probably feeling terribly sick but also like didn't even say sorry. No, didn't even say anything. And like we had to tell the cast member, like we had to get out, tell the cast member, hey, like don't let people load somebody puked. So that was traumatic um, for my sister wow. and I. My sister was actually sitting next to him, so she got it worse than me, but <laughs> we both um, experienced a little bit of Man. Uh, shoe loss there. So, <laughs> well, you heard it here, guys. Don't ride Star Tours or Mission Space. <laughs> or make sure there is at least six feet between you and the person next to you. Yes, definitely. <laughs> That's a great COVID rule that we should continue on, especially for these rides. <laughs> yes, for sure. Okay, let's see what else we have here. Favorite Disney restaurant? Ooh, this is a hard one. There are so many different ones to choose for different reasons. Do you have one that comes to your mind? Oh, wait. I do know yours. What is it? Via Napoli. Oh, my gosh. Why am I so predictable? I mean... You talk about it all the time, so if that's not your, what's a what's what would be the next one? So we know you love Via Napoli. I do love Via Napoli. Their tortellini is really really good. My backup, probably Wine Bar George. Mm-hmm, good choice. Yeah, I had a really great experience there. I went there for the first time in October of last year and had just a blast it was so much fun yeah tell um everyone how much the bill was at the end of oh gosh the night. um the bill was like it was like 700 dollars. granted it was for a lot of people it was for a lot of people i wasn't paying it but it, yeah it was a lot there's only 10 people yeah that's it that was a steep steep dinner yeah but it was clearly like the steep dinner but it was so good it was worth it i guess yes hopefully the person who paid the bill thought the same yes <laughs> um he was very grateful to just be with family and for us to have a really great time so it was awesome that's awesome disney springs i think has the biggest selection of mm-hmm. best restaurants yes i think 
even more so than Epcot. Epcot has a wide range of selections, mm-hmm. but in terms of quality per restaurant in that park, I think Disney Springs outdoes yeah. them. I don't think that the park restaurants really have that great of food. I agree. Like, it's not, I don't think that the food is worth the price. Yeah. But Disney Springs, their food that's some good food right there yeah and i think it's hard because people if you're going on a short trip have a hard time leaving the parks to go have meals in disney springs because they want to maximize their park time but let me tell you what if you are interested and love food at all you have to give them a try so yeah i would say homecoming in disney springs Mm, i love their food um it's classic southern cuisine the chef chef art smith was oprah's personal chef um for a long time i did not know this Mm -hmm. he um, started at disney worked for disney um as a chef for a while and then ended up working um for oprah and then opening some of his own restaurants one of which is homecoming in disney springs and the food is phenomenal the fried chicken amazing all the sides amazing if you go for brunch amazing (laughs) They have a lot of, um, they have like a wide range of drinks on a drink menu if you're interested in that. Um, But I love their food. I've eaten there more than once and it was phenomenal both times. Um, I I would recommend it for sure. Um, My sister has eaten at Morimoto Asia um, and my dad has eaten at Morimoto Asia, not in Disney Springs, but in... believe las vegas or new york i can't remember but they both have amazing things to say about that as well so again Mm. just all these restaurants that are in disney springs are next level dining um i've heard for sure good things about stk in disney springs i I haven't eaten there i've eaten at boathouse boathouse is good but i don't like seafood so Mm. i just got chicken and i was kind of like i could have gotten this chicken somewhere else yeah i would have rather gotten it from homecoming um (laughs) but people who really like seafood um enjoy that experience as well so again long list of restaurants from disney springs that are great my pick would be homecoming and yours would be wine bar george right Mm -hmm. or viennapoli yeah or viennapoli um i would say my best park experience for dining like in park would be Le Cellier in the Canada Pavilion. Mm. Um, It's a steakhouse exactly what you would imagine a steakhouse to be but it's done really well and I enjoyed the food. Um, I've eaten there twice and it's been good both times. Um, Yeah that's all I can think of. I mean I've done Coral Reef. That's pretty good. I I feel uh, like Coral Reef's decent. I don't know. Yeah it's I feel like they're like all decent and it's the experience and the time you get to sit down so that's again i would go to disney springs if it was just about the food i'd be at disney springs all day yeah for sure okay we got a couple more questions left what one do we want to do next let's tackle what is your favorite character meet and greet so I really enjoyed meeting Belle in the France Pavilion in oh, Epcot. That was really fun because she's in her little like blue and white outfit, like when she has her little book and her little basket, and she's really cute. Uh, and I love Belle, so that was a really fun meet and greet for me. But I also, I really enjoyed meeting Tinker Bell in Ooh. Magic Kingdom. I don't that think I've really ever done fun. that one. Oh, it's really cute. It's like Pixie Hollow inside. It's really, really cute. 
That's so fun. It's I really love fun. Tink. Yeah. So that would be my two favorite. Does she talk? Movie. Yeah. Oh, she does talk because mm-hmm. in Peter Pan, she doesn't. I mean, I guess she in talks. Tinks, yeah, she does. But yeah, okay, that's a good one. What about I you? haven't done that one. Um, I mean, I would say classic Mickey on Main Street mm-hmm. is so fun. Um, we did. I don't know if Mickey is still meeting and greeting in the same manner, but previously pre-COVID, um, we did the Mickey meet and greet on Main Street where he talks back. And Whoa, I didn't know that. Yeah, there was a time when he would meet and be like, where are you from? And like ask questions. And obviously it's kind of like Turtle Talk with Crush where mm-hmm. there's someone who can, yeah. you know, interact um, and figure out how to get him to say, but like his mouth moved, his eyes blinked. That's uh, it was really just cool. like oh my gosh he's real it wasn't just like you know the no I'm a real boy <laughs> it wasn't no blinking no talking mickey yeah. um so that's probably been my like most memorable meet and greet just because i remember being floored that they had come up with the technology yeah, that's amazing um but also anytime that i get to meet kylo ren I oh I love that meet and greet because I'm always actually intimidated. Yeah. Like I think I'm gonna be big and tough, and then he like walks up to me and towers over and looks down at me and says something scary, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm terrified. <laughs> so That's that a one's fun. Meet and greet. That is awesome. Okay, we got a couple more. Which one do you want to tackle next? Let's do the. If we were to add a ride, which ride would we add? That's a really hard question. It's very broad too. I also, like, don't even have a confident answer for this one. Okay, let's go. If you could add a ride from Disneyland to Walt Disney (gasps) World, which one would you add? Radiator Springs Racers. Would you get rid of Test Track? No. You would just have them both. I just have them both. Okay. (laughs) Fair enough. That would be so fun. Yeah, that's a good one. I think uh, I want to go on that ride so bad. Yeah, I've never, neither of us have been to Disneyland. It's on the list. It's, it's on Kelly, the list, guys. Kelly, if you're listening, Kelly put out on her Instagram, should the castle chat and Kelly's magical vacations do a research trip to Disneyland? I think the answer is yes. The answer is yes. We just got to make it happen. Yeah. So Okay, what about, what, what would you add? I haven't experienced Avengers Campus yet, um, mm. but I've heard good things about Web Slingers. So something like that, where it's maybe Avengers related. We don't really have a lot of that in Disney parks because of restrictions with Universal, which is understanding. (laughs) Um, But uh, I'm trying to think of some other ones that are there. If Well, okay, my question is, would you replace Tower of Terror with Mission Breakout? I've never been on Mission Breakout, so I don't know. I mean, I've heard it's a party and a ride and people love it for the jams um i think i might like it more than tower of terror because i'm not spooky mm-hmm. i don't really like spooky i'm not like yeah me either i don't do like real real halloween like halloween horror nights at universal i probably Absolutely crawl not. in a corner and cry yeah. like <laughs> i never actually actually get terrified um so maybe if it was like a party in a box or a party in a ride I would like it more mm-hmm. actually than tower but i know that's controversial because a lot of people love tower and yeah i don't think that they should change it in hollywood studios but would i like guardians or tower more I probably honestly would like yeah. guardians more but definitely yeah um or something like in credit coaster 
like another big thriller um, that could be a fun one to add. Okay, I'm going to actually look at some more of the questions on this little graphic and see. Let's just rapid fire some of these. Okay, Okay. must visit park. Go. Magic Kingdom. Magic Kingdom, yeah, 100%. Park you'd skip. Hollywood Studios. (gasps) Oh, can you believe I said that? Animal (laughs) Kingdom. I can't believe you said that. Yeah. That's all right. Park I would skip. Not a park that I would tell someone else to skip. The park I would skip. Top three rides. Slinky, Kilimanjaro Safaris, Space Mountain. Oh, okay. Um, man. Big Thunder, Flight of Passage, Rise of the Resistance. I still don't count Rise of the Resistance as a ride. I think it's its own thing. <laughs> Favorite night show. Um, <laughs> happily Ever After. <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm like, I know everybody should know the answer to this. It's Happily Ever After. Um, ears or Spirit Jersey? Oh, this is easy. Ears. Ears. It's too hot um, in Florida for spirit jerseys. Ride slash show that makes you cry. Happily ever after. <laughs> Is there a ride that makes you cry? Um, A ride that makes me cry. I mean, if I sat and thought about it for too long, maybe Carousel of Progress would oh, make yeah, me cry. Yeah. Thinking about Walt's like vision and commitment to that ride and how it transpired into everything that we know about animatronics and rides in Disney World. Um, but does it make me cry on a regular basis? No, I'd really have to be thinking about it. Flight of Passage makes me cry. It makes me think of heaven. Like, oh, I literally, yeah. like, get, like, very emotional Yeah, about I've it. heard a lot of people um, leave that one teary because they are, like, so in awe of the experience and really felt like they were flying. Mm. Yeah. I have a hard time. I don't know what it is about my eyes, but my eyes never adjust to those glasses, and it's always blurry. So I um, never, in, I like, I don't get the experience yeah. that everyone else does. There's a lot. It's of, hard. You got to position them like just right. Yeah, maybe I gotta like put them more on the brim of my nose. I don't know. Try it again. Let's yeah. go. Let's go try it out right now. Okay, fine. <laughs> okay, favorite music loop. Oh, my favorite music loop is going to be the the old resort TV loop. Um, the one that they used to put on the TVs in your resort rooms. Yeah. Um, if you really listen to our podcast, it's always in the background. Um, <laughs> but there's also these new, there's like a new channel on YouTube. It's like ambient Disney music. Um, and I really like those. So I don't know if that counts as a loop. Like it's not a true loop from the parks, I don't think. Yeah. Um, but... It's called Ambient Disney Music. Oh, and the topic mm. of music, there's a new playlist or album of sorts that was released called Mini Lo-Fi. And I don't know if anyone listening knows what lo-fi is, but it's a genre of music that's like meant to be relaxing and kind of like background music almost. So if you are still in a phase where you're studying and need some study music, like lo-fi music is what a lot of people would be listening to but now there's a disney version hmm. so that one or like jenny oaks baker chambers the frost Fro- frost studio chamber sonic yeah like they're not loops but they're disney sounds that i listen to frequently yes definitely my favorite music loop would probably have to be tomorrowland oh that's a good one i love how they incorporated the original um version of carousel of progress in the music loop for tomorrowland mm, good one that just when i figured that out i was like oh my gosh um that's amazing details okay favorite land um land like out of any park i feel like this 
in, I feel like they're talking about Magic Kingdom here. Okay. Um, Magic Kingdom, I would probably say... I'd probably say Fantasy. Yeah, that's fun. I would say Tomorrowland or Frontierland. I I would be between Adventureland and Fantasyland. Ooh, yeah. that's so different. I love it. Yeah. Ride you've never done. Ride I have never done. I mean, a lot of the ones in Disneyland. Um, I'm trying to think of Disney. I don't think World. I've ever done the carpets. Oh, I, I that's. I've done Dumbo, but I don't think I've done carpets. Oh. I think I've literally been on everything. I'm trying to think. I can't think of one that I haven't done. Um, you haven't done Cosmic Rewind. <laughs> True. I haven't or, done or um, Tron. Or Tron Light Cycles. <laughs> yeah. I haven't done any of the ones that are now extinct. I even did Stitch's Great Escape. I did too. Yeah. And I did Alien um, Encounter before that one. So oh my gosh. whatever comes next, I have to go on it. Just so if, I, if anything comes next. Yeah. We'll see. It might be like a character meet and greet forever. Who knows? Who knows? Okay. Let's see favorite photo spot Ooh, i probably i mean i have one for each park but do you have like one specific one like the castle i like the i like the arches on the left and the right of the castle mm-hmm. those are good ones where you can get like an uninterrupted shot mm-hmm. i like that one yeah um i like the oh, shoot i can't remember what the name of it is there's a trail that's directly across from the starbucks in animal kingdom and if the garden you, of life garden of life where you get really close to the tree i don't know is it called the garden of life something like that i don't okay. know well there if you go directly across from where the starbucks in animal kingdom is there's some sort of trail that takes you by the tree of life with a waterfall um great photo spot there I love Sunset Boulevard for Hollywood Studios. Magic Kingdom, I, I guess like classic castle, but probably mm-hmm. like from the side there yeah. where Sleepy Hollow is, Ooh, there's a side shot yeah. of the castle. Um, I always like taking photos there. And in Epcot, Morocco, for sure. Oh yeah, those are awesome. Okay, I think that's all we have on here. We have one fun last question though. All right, let's hear it. Um, what are our plans for season four? Oh, yes. I do remember seeing this. Okay. So along with this question was kind of the follow-up of what are your plans for season four? Are you planning on keeping the same format? So yes, the idea for this podcast is we have these themed episodes Mm -hmm. one through nine. For us, they keep us organized. They keep us creative. I feel like a lot of the existing Disney podcasts cover... A lot of straightforward topics about restaurant reviews, resort reviews, mm-hmm. um, different new things in the park, festivals in the park, all of those things. And so we don't want to be on repeat for other content that is already in existence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, I mean, for me, I listen to several Dis- Disney podcasts and I listen to certain ones for different reasons, whether it be history, current news, reviews, all of the above. So... We love being a space that takes things we know about Disney and gets creative with the way we present it. Mm -hmm. Um, So we plan to keep the same format for season four of our existing episodes. However, we are planning on updating one of our themes. Yes. We are actually going to get rid of, for now, Ask Us Anything, um, and we are going to replace it with game day 
game day. What does that mean? So our idea with game day is, first of all, ask us anything is fun, but it's for Courtney and I, we like to be structured. We like to have a little bit of direction and Mm -hmm. we can tend to ramble a little bit. So we don't want to have mindless conversation here and it not be something that is unentertaining I guess yeah, you would say. yeah that's a good way to say um, it. but we can also answer your questions through Instagram without having this episode and so yeah. we continue to we will continue to put out these ask us anything bubbles where you can submit questions to us about the podcast about our lives whatever it might be however now we'll be able to have a game day episode each season where we are going to do exactly what it sounds like we're going to have a game that we play that is disney oriented that is just a little bit more fun and exciting sounding to us Mm -hmm. but there's a ton of different ways that we could go we can invite guests on to play with us we have talked about a fun idea about like how does this taylor swift lyric connect to disney or how does this harry styles lyric connect to disney um so just fun things that are entertaining and a little bit more whimsical for us to cover um each season but for the most part we will stick to our nine episode format Mm -hmm. moving forward in season four and we've already got a lot of fun stuff planned i know and we also we're gonna put out a bunch of different things on our instagram where you guys get to vote on certain episodes and get your input i know this season we allowed you guys to really step in and help us pick episode titles and let this be more of a listener experience so we definitely want to continue that because we had great feedback when it came to those types of episodes so definitely be on the lookout for how you can put your input in for the castle chat yeah we're loving how this little community of ours is growing we feel like we get more and more responses and feedback every time we put something out and um this is so fun for us so we love it when you guys are a part of it with us it's not just court and i here um talking to each other it really is a group setting a family where we're we're discussing this with you guys whether or not you're physically present with us or not we can continue conversations through social media which is so fun and um, we really loved hearing from you guys yeah well thanks for hanging out with us on ask us anything small shop shout out shouting them out again (laughs) i'm trying to think of a different way to say it every time it's just so great um this week we are back with our small shop shout out who is our small shop for today caitlin the small shop we are shouting out this week is the wicked enchantment so i have been following this instagram page for a while obsessing over the products that um, the owner of the shop puts out she is an artist and she takes blank canvas shoes and creates literal masterpieces with a paintbrush. That's so fun. It is insane. She's taken all white Nikes, all white Vans, different versions of shoes that can be all white, and they literally turn into a canvas for her. And the work that she does, the details that are a part of the products that she puts out are insane. She also does magic bands. There are like watch bands. Um, she'll take white ones and paint on them as well. So really really intricate detailed product and also like to know that someone's literally putting that much effort into what they're giving you is just so 
heartwarming to know she literally is painting hour for hour these shoes bands whatever it might be um they're so incredible and if you are into really unique kicks in the parks maybe you don't like wearing the t-shirts but you want to pop on your shoes this is the place to go for sure so i would definitely check out the wicked enchantment on instagram and see if you want to rock some new kicks in the parks (laughs) we also are um no hold on so we also received a question on instagram asking us if there was a way that we could highlight on instagram all the different small shops we've already put out making like one of those highlight buttons on our on our page and so we're actually going to do that so you guys can go back and access all of these small shops that we've featured so far and so definitely be on the lookout for that on our instagram Yes, we are excited to continue to highlight and acknowledge all of the effort and work that these incredible people put into these small shops. They work day in and day out. A lot of them, this is not their full-time job. They do this on the side and put so much physical love and care into the products that you could potentially buy. So rather than spend more money in the Emporium or somewhere in Disney, you can have a -a one-of-a-kind hand made item from one of these small shops so definitely check out that highlight button and support all of our disney friends hey all this is kelly from kelly's magical vacations the official travel partner of the castle chat and i am so excited to bring you today's trip tip This tip is great if you are going to be doing some shopping while you're at Walt Disney World and don't want to spend time standing in lines. So if you head to any of the five kind of major stores that are at Magic Kingdom, Epcot, Animal Kingdom, Hollywood Studios, and Disney Springs, you can actually do mobile checkout right through the My Disney Experience app. So once you're in the store, open up your My Disney Experience app and click on that plus sign that's at the bottom center of your screen. You'll see shop in store and then you can select which shop you're in. You'll scan each item on your phone and pay right through Apple Pay or whatever you have associated with your My Disney Experience app. And then you'll just go to a cast member that's standing by the exit and they will verify that you have the number of items that you have associated on your My Disney Experience app. And you can go right from there. So you've skipped the entire line of having to purchase that merchandise and you can head on out and play more in the parks. Be sure to head over to Kelly's Magical Vacations on Instagram for all your Disney chips and tricks. And if you are looking to plan a Disney vacation, you can head to the castle chats instagram click that link in their bio and there will be a form that you can fill out so that we can start planning and i can help you with everything from your accommodations to your tickets to your dining and everything in between man that trip tip i did not know that existed until i heard kelly For the first time, I was able to utilize this tip um, in the world of Disney and Disney Springs. Last time I was at Disney World and my mind was blown. There was a cast member there. um, There was a really long line. It was almost Christmas season. And so lots of people were in World of Disney wanting to buy gifts. And I swear the line just to check out was probably... 30 minutes i mean it seemed like it was forever um and so there was a cast member there holding a little ipad and i think i was just buying like two pins i think that's all i was getting and she noticed that i was standing in line with just 
two small items in my hand and she was like you know you can check out you know do a mobile checkout and I was like I can and she showed me how to do it just helped me scan the items it pulled up how much they cost and then because I had um my cards already and my like Apple Pay PayPal all of that it was super easy for my card to pop up um it was awesome that's so great. Quick, very efficient. And I think maybe they do, if you do mobile checkout, I think maybe you do have to have a cast member like verify your purchase yeah, that's what before she said. you check out. So definitely don't walk out before checking in with a cast member, but um, it definitely saves you a lot of time and stress of waiting in line when you want to be waiting in line for an attraction or something else. Yeah, definitely. So next week, we are going to be having our season finale of season three. But don't worry, season four will be on its way shortly afterwards. Um, Our episode next week is titled Disney Legends. And we are going to be highlighting the one and only Julie Andrews. There, If there was a woman for us to have be our first female Disney legend, Julie Andrews is it. She is the queen And we are so excited to tell you more about how she became a Disney legend and how she's impacted Disney as a whole. Yeah, I'm very excited to jump on into this episode and just learn more about her and share the joy that she is with everybody. So um, we are so excited for that. But for the meantime, you guys can check us out on Instagram. You can find us at the castle chat, or you can send us an email at the castle chat at gmail.com. Or you could leave us a lovely review on Apple or Spotify podcast. We love to hear from you guys. It is so fun for us to go back and read your comments and reviews. So definitely stop by one of those platforms and leave us a few stars, preferably five would be wonderful. (laughs) We do listen um, and read every single review that you guys submit. So we really do appreciate it. But for now, we'll leave you with what we always leave you with, which is there is a great big beautiful tomorrow out there waiting for you. Go make it magical. See you real soon. Bye, friends. Bye.